Welcome to Disability Matters with your host, Joyce Bender. All comments, views, and opinions expressed on the show are solely those of the host, guest, and callers. Now the host of Disability Matters, here's Joyce Bender. Hi, everyone, and welcome to the show. Hey, Yoshiko Dart, special shout out to you. Hope you're having a great day and to my friends around the world. You know, we have listeners in 17 countries, you know, from Australia to Russia to China to the UK to Finland, all around the world. And I want to especially Say hello to my good friend, Richard Roberts, who is with the U.S. State Department on site with the embassy in Brazil. Hi, Richard and Carla. I hope to see you later this year. He is great. He is awesome. He is just so good. Uh, And Gang Yang, hello to you in South Korea. Another great person. Hope you're doing okay. And Venumine in Kazakhstan, always thinking about you, Venumine. And Cheryl Harris, right here at the U.S. State Department. Special greetings to all of you. Thank you for all you do. And a special thank you to Highmark, who has been the lead sponsor of this show for Ready. This show has now been on for 20 years years. Imagine that 20 years. Well, I've got to tell you, I really looked forward to this show today. Really, 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 really looked forward to it because we have one of my absolute favorite people as our guest, one of the most well-known business leaders in Western Pennsylvania and beyond. I'm not kidding you. You say her first name, Andrea, and people know who you're talking about when you talk to leaders in corporate America. And you know what? She is such a great example of Pittsburgh and how they give back. She makes me proud to be a Pittsburgher. Andrea Corelli, Senior Vice President and Director of Client and Community Relations for PNC Bank. Andrea, welcome to the show. Thank you, Joyce, for having me on the show. Wow, it's so impressive, the opening of the show. We're 20 years. Congratulations. I'm truly humbled, too, by your introduction. I mean, it's an honor for me to be here today, and you're one of my favorite people as well, so thank you. Of course. Uh, Well, a lot of times, Andrea... Our listeners around the world, and I changed how I would do this. I would have someone on, and it would be great, and we'd go through all of our questions, and they would talk about their background, but not a lot. And a lot of the listeners said, wow, that person is great, but, you know, we'd like to know more about them. So whether you're in Los Angeles or London, you know, people want to know about who is Andrea Corelli? So I wanted to start by asking, uh, would you mind sharing your story? Like, where did you grow up, go to school, uh, get to PNC? And how did you develop this humanitarian heart that took you into your present role at PNC? Well, thank you, uh, Joyce. Well, by way of background... In a sense, I'm a bit of a success story. I grew up in Bethel Park and really had no desire to attend a four-year college right out of high school. I was conflicted in what I wanted to do for a living. I was being pressured to pick a major, as most uh, graduates from high school are, and it was still a very confusing time for me. So I attended the Community College of Allegheny County until I figured it out. And uh, a lot of people, they raise their eyebrow when I say community college, but let me tell you, it's a great, great stepping stone uh, for what you want to do next in your life. So um, uh, while I was attending CCAC, at 20, I started in a data processing area of a company that's no longer in business, so I was asked to join PNC Bank. And early on in my career, 
I found a wonderful mentor to help me navigate through the intimidating life, if you will, of the corporate world. I always say I swim in the shark tank. Sometimes I get (laughs) bit and some days I get bruised, but corporate America is a very competitive world to uh, face every day. Uh, But my mentor actually saw my potential and encouraged me to follow a path that would ultimately lead to a leadership position. And I have to tell you, Joyce, and to your listeners, I am so blessed to have followed this woman's advice. I was younger. I wasn't quite sure. But she took me under her wing. And today I'm a senior vice president at the fifth largest bank in the country. And uh, that was 36 years ago. And I have one of the greatest jobs in the company. Oh, and, and you Joyce, do. you asked about, uh, I'm sorry. No, no. I said, that's right. You do. Uh, yeah, go no, on. Tell us, uh, tell us, uh, you know, why, why you pursued this uh, humanitarian issue, but also how did you develop that? heart you know you don't just wake up and a lot of people and they say I want to do this I mean you have to be a special person with a heart to do this so how would you answer that well Joyce uh, I don't uh, first off I don't know anyone who has a a larger humanitarian heart than you do Uh, I mean you're everywhere and have done so so much for people but you know I, I take pride in the fact that I do believe I have a servant's heart and, and helping others is very, very important to me. And I think the reason is simple. I believe it stems from my deep faith in God and by following His words every day. And it's, whatever you have done for the least of my brothers, you have done for me. And I really try to live up to those words every day. In fact, I have uh, it printed and it's taped to my computer so that I never forget that. Oh. So powerful that is. And of course, I agree with you 100% because I have the exact same uh, feeling and blessing from God to care about those marginalized and left out. And, you know, I just want to tell uh, the listeners, especially people with disabilities, young people with disabilities, parents of young people with disabilities. I want to tell you about Andrea. I called and told her how students with disabilities are so brutally bullied. You know, kids with disabilities are bullied more than any other group in America. And I'm sure you've read national stories where 10-year-olds have taken their life. And these kids are called ugly, weird, uh, social media, terrible. Um, I mean, all kinds of things. And I told that to Andrea. And here's her answer. All right, that one girl that they make fun of, where is she? I'm going to send the pirate to her class so everyone else knows how important she is. One girl she was worried about. One student. That's Andrea Corelli. And I know, Andrea, I know you have a heart for kids that are being brutally bullied. Well, I definitely do. And I think anyone with any kind of a beating heart has to feel sorry or want to do something about um, the, the, the situation that they're in. And unfortunately, Joyce, as you know, and your listeners, uh, we live in a very cruel world. And uh, social media makes it worse. And I can also identify, because as a child, I was also bullied. And no matter how successful I have become, you know there are times when I am still scarred due to the harassment I received in school. I think that's one of the reasons when you told me about this young lady, I'm like, we're going to that school like right now. (laughs) Because being bullied is hurtful. Scary and confusing. I mean, um, you know, the other thing, too, is when bullying is aggressive and physical more than just verbal, it's very dangerous. Uh, You know, but even emotional, like name-calling or cyberbullying, it's easy to to feel alone. 
and uh, and I think that there are people that prey on that. Students prey on that. Kids are uh, have pressures from so many places outside in the world. They might be hurting, but they they become bullies to take it out on someone else. I mean, let yeah. me say to anyone who um, and anybody who has been bullied, you know. Don't let anyone get away with hurting you physically or mentally. Uh, tell somebody in charge. I know it sounds easier than, than it is, but keep it in mind. No one has the right to control your life. Only you do. So that's, that's right. Uh, I, I really and truly feel so deeply for anyone, any age, being bullied. It's, it, it cuts to, the, to your soul sometimes yeah you know what else just what you said you never forget <clears throat> it always stays with you you remember it does. you you remember it doesn't matter how old you are you remember but you know again andrea corelli one of the top executives in the city of pittsburgh very powerful woman in a powerful position you heard her she was bullied, but look at her now. Look where she is now. You don't take it. You never take it because you have to remember how awesome you are every single day. All right, everyone, we're going to get ready to get a break. But if you just joined us, we are talking to Ms. Andrea Corelli, Senior Vice President and Director of Client and Community Relations, and just a great, great person. This is Joyce Bender. We'll be right back with Andrea. Don't go away. Streaming live. The leader in Internet talk radio, VoiceAmerica.com. Are you currently receiving SSDI or SSI and wanting to work? Did you know there is a free Social Security program called Ticket to Work to help you try work without risking your benefits? My Employment Options is an authorized SSA employment network specializing in work at home and local job placement in 47 states. Our clients receive a personal counselor to help find the best job fit and a staff certified benefits counselor for help with Ticket to Work protections. Ready to try working? Apply for free job placement help at MyEmploymentOptions.com. Since 1985, Bender Consulting Services has served as a national leader in advancing employment of people with disabilities, including veterans with disabilities, with private sector companies, and federal government agencies. Bender assists customers with achieving their diversity and workforce inclusion initiatives by tapping into a talent pool of individuals seeking professional positions, including those in the STEM fields. In addition, Bender services include disability employment consulting, training and technology accessibility through their high-test line of service. For more information, please visit www.benderconsult.com. Follow Voice America at Facebook.com forward slash Voice America for juicy updates from your favorite radio shows and podcasts. You're listening to Disability Matters. If you have a question or comment, call in toll-free at 1-866-472-5788. That's 1-866-472-5788. Now please welcome back the host of Disability Matters. Here's Joyce Bender. Hi, everyone. Welcome back to the show. This is Joyce Bender, and my guest today is Andrea Corelli, Senior Vice President and Director of Client and Community Relations at PNC. And you know what? I'm sorry I didn't ask this earlier, but your role at PNC in, is Senior Vice President and Director of Client and Community Relations. For our listeners, uh, what does that mean? Can you explain to everyone, what do you do? What does that mean? Sure, thank you. Uh, well, as Director of Client and Community Relations, I really have the awesome responsibility of working with nonprofit organizations dedicated to the health and welfare of our community. That's actually how I met you, Joyce, 
Mm-hmm. Uh, and it, as our paths crossed in our community. Mm-hmm. And um, what I get to do is actually give out money uh, to organizations in need. And um, whether they're, it's helping women and children, cancer patients, the elderly, anyone in need, we have a committee of which I oversee because you can imagine we get hundreds and hundreds of requests a year for funding. And we look at um, the requests, and then I get the, the fun job of calling and telling that organization that, that they have, uh, the PNC is able to support. Um, and, you know, and I take great pride and satisfaction, even though that's my job, but it also overlaps into my life. So knowing that I've played a small role in keeping my hometown strong, uh, it, I'm very proud of it. I'm so blessed because my professional life is so aligned with my personal life. So it's a joy to come to the office every day. Isn't that Great. You know, when I feel like that also when I go to work every day, but if you don't, it's just get a new job because who wants to spend their life doing something terrible? Um, and you are, look at that, 36 years. Uh, what, what first attracts you to this company? Um, and you have remained so dedicated. What, what is it about PNC that has caused that? Well, Joyce, you know, honestly, I love the culture at PNC. Our management encourages employees to have a work-life balance, and that is so important, especially today when the world is so upside down. I mean, our employees are amazing, and, you know, the great thing since the day I started until now, 36 years later, no matter how our company changes or the, or the environment changes, our values still remain the same here. We're hardworking, authentic people who really care about each other. And every day I get to be a part of it. And I am humbled by it and very proud of my company. Uh, I'm as excited about PNC today as I was 36 years ago because it truly is a great place to work. Yeah, you know, when uh, you know how hard it was for me, Andrea, when Mary Brocker died. Yes. And PNC, unsolicited, sends $10,000 to the Mary Brocker Mental Health Initiative. And of course, you have been supportive of everyone, but to me. And boy, when you go through something like that, you need a friend. That you can talk yes. to, uh, and, and that yeah, and that is you. That is you. That is you. Um, oh, thank you. Well, I'm honored. Well, and you know, money it 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 it, it doesn't help ease the the wounds or heal your, the heart when something like that happens, but it it is a way from a corporate perspective, a professional life perspective. I can show that how much Mary meant to not only me and this community, but also to you, our dear friend, because, Joyce, you are a dear friend to so many people. Well, you're right about one thing. No matter how much money it is, that cannot, you know, you you would never exchange that for just having the person here. I don't care how many zillions of dollars it would be, but the support... I look at it as honoring Mary, so that's why it is so great. And you, too, you are on many, many boards. That's why I see you. All the events I go to, I see you at that same event. Uh, But I know you're especially committed to the Women's Center and Shelter, and you created the Angel Fund. Why did you do that, and why is all of this so personal to you? Well, Joyce, you know my story very well, but um, it's extremely personal to me because I was in an abusive marriage for 25 years. I think that with the bullying um, over the years has really, as bad as it was, formed me into the person that I am today because I am not afraid now to stand up for not only myself, but anyone 
who needs help. And the Women's Center and Shelter, it's just a wonderful safe haven for women uh, who are and have been victims of uh, domestic violence. In my case, I finally had the courage to leave after 25 years when I met a counselor at the shelter. And it wasn't at the shelter itself. We had, uh, I met her just in line at a, at a grocery store, and as God's will would have it, she struck up a conversation, and the next thing you know, I, uh, I had the nerve with her uh, and the women's shelter's guidelines on uh, how, to, how to get out of that relationship. And, and since I am so blessed, I did create something called the Angels Fund, and it's for one simple reason. I raise money so that the fund can provide residents at the shelter anything that they want that's not covered, like a bed or the food in the cafeteria or whatever. This fund provides money for haircuts, movies for kids, special treats, manicures, new clothes, you know, anything that gives a family some time away from the shelter to just relax and forget about their troubles for a while. And I really believe in that very strongly because when you are at a shelter or if you are a victim of domestic violence, you never feel that you're going to be worthwhile again, and nothing seems normal. And the Angels Fund is was created so that people can just feel normal for an hour or two. It doesn't, again, erase the pain, but it, it hopefully takes their mind off of something that maybe their child really wants, and now that gives them the opportunity to go out and get it for them. Oh, that is so wonderful. And I also want to say, uh, Andrea, you taught me a lesson, and I'm going to tell you what it is. If you would meet Andrea, she's beautiful, she always looks like dynamic, and she has a fantastic personality if you would meet her you'd say wow she's really on the move which she is wow look at her never ever would you think what she went through this taught me a lesson that there are probably women that you may know or i know and just because they look good when they go to work that doesn't mean they're going through a hellacious experience at home. In other words, it's not going to be everyone this happens to that you think of as maybe downtrodden, uh, you know, not that successful. It can be anyone. And that's what Andrea taught me. It can be anyone. I would never guess that. Don't you agree with that, Andrea? Oh, absolutely. And and believe me, I speak to women's groups uh, all over the city in western Pennsylvania because I, and I do start my remarks with thanking the person that introduced me, but I'm like, are you sure I'm the right person? I'm standing up here all dressed up and uh, very confident. It doesn't, uh, domestic violence only relate to women that have, that are, have black eyes or they're, uh, have a, a lot of children crying around them or they're, they're just frazzled. No, that's not the case. As a matter of fact, three out of four women are uh, being abused either mentally or physically. And I always tell the same thing. You do the math. If you're in a room of 20, 30 women, look around and know that there are women, in, multiple women in that room that are suffering. Three out of four. Yeah, three out of four. And now the numbers aren't in yet, but because of the COVID uh, and everyone knows being locked up with with anyone for three years, but an abuser, it's even worse. So, you know, as far as I'm concerned and what I would say to your listeners, uh, knowing those numbers that, you know, a person that's got this problem, they must escape. Your life depends upon it. I mean, and I'm talking from experience, 25 years of it. And my husband was a choker, so for three times I almost died. But you have to plan for it or make sure that if you are in a situation like mine, you have a safe place to go. Reach out. 
talk to family and friends. The, the most important thing is make a plan, I, you know, plan to leave your abuser, begin looking for a place to live, work on your self-confidence because, and part of your support system should be a counselor because as I said earlier, it was a counselor at, at the shelter that really helped me along. And I thought I, because of my work here, I can stand toe to toe with any man in the corporate world. But when I got home, I became a different person because I didn't have any self-confidence. The minute I walked in the door he would say something. And, you know, and this is very important, and I know the segment's coming to a close, but you've got to remember, accept the fact that you can't fix, change, or make somebody else happy. And you also can't love someone enough for them to be nice to you. And I uh, put you and your children first, and that really, if anything comes across today and we are able to reach one or two women or even men that are in a very violent, abusive situation, you don't let them control your life. You control it. Yes, that's right. And if you are listening, I hope you take Andrea's advice. And Andrea, if someone's listening right now, they're thinking, oh, no, what should I do? Did they just reach out to a shelter? Um, What do you do? I would call, go on the Internet, there is a domestic violence hotline, and they, they can guide you, and they do have a list of the shelters. There's also a new app on your phone that is really cool. It looks like, uh, it doesn't look at all like uh, a telephone or anything, but all you have to do is press that button, and the police will come. Oh, so awesome. It's something, you know, because this is, it's a horrible situation that's happening across our country and around the world, actually. And it's something that in the past people were afraid to say or talk about it, but I'm not because I've lived through it. And if, if I live through it so that I could help one or two people, then that's fine. But please get help. Yes. Yeah, please listen to Andrea. And with that, we're going to go to break. Uh, I hope you've enjoyed the show. I'm sure you have. Remember, though, if you know someone in this situation, one person can make a difference in saving a life. And if you're that one person, don't wait. It won't get better. Once you're hit one time or bullied one time, it's going to be again and again. So if it's you, do something. And with that, this is Joyce Bender. We're going to go to break, and then we'll be right back with Andrea Corelli. Don't go away. Voice America is on LinkedIn. Connect with us today. At Highmark, we believe what makes us different makes us better. Our differences broaden our perspectives and foster diverse skills which complement each other, creating a stronger and more vibrant workforce. It's this belief that earned us recognition by the USBLN and the American Association of People with Disabilities as a 2014 Disability Equality Index Best Place to Work. So we'll continue to celebrate diverse individuals because inclusion benefits us all. To find out more, visit Highmark.com. Since 1985... Bender Consulting Services has served as a national leader in advancing employment of people with disabilities, including veterans with disabilities, with private sector companies, and federal government agencies. Bender assists customers with achieving their diversity and workforce inclusion initiatives by tapping into a talent pool of individuals seeking professional positions, including those in the STEM fields. In addition, Bender services include disability employment consulting, training and technology accessibility through their high-test line of service. For more information, please visit www.benderconsult.com. The Internet's number one talk station. Number one talk station. VoiceAmerica.com. You're listening to Disability Matters. If you have a question or comment, call in toll-free at 1-866-472-5788. That's 1-866-472-5788. Now please welcome back the host of Disability Matters. Here's Joyce Bender. Welcome back to the show. 
Uh, we're talking to Andrea Corelli, Senior Vice President and Director of Client and Community Relations at PNC Bank. You know, when we went to break, another thing I was thinking about, Andrea, is what you said about COVID. I cannot imagine what women that were victims of uh, domestic abuse went through during that time. Oh, I I shudder to think. And they, at that time, there really wasn't anywhere to go because the shelters were under the same orders as restaurants and and, uh, even churches. They didn't have service, so the, the doors were shut. They had nowhere to go, and uh, it's 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 frightening to think how many women are out there that are still in that situation. Yeah. Well, I notice when you go even to Giant Eagle or different places, which is a grocery chain here in Pittsburgh, uh, that you'll see uh, something up on the wall. You know, if you're a woman uh, in domestic uh, situation, fill this out, call this number, so... I'm taking it. That means you can't do anything at home. Right. the person would see you. But you're yeah, at a grocery store. Yeah. yeah, you can do yeah, it exactly. now. And, well, and then thank always, you. always uh, dis- toss away any messages or, your, or dis- you know, disregard or get rid of it on your phone so your abuser doesn't see it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, Andrea, there you go. What a great person you are. You know, one person that you helped today is one life you may have saved today. And what is more powerful than that? And you know, earlier when I talked about, oh, you know, Andrea is like the supreme volunteer fundraiser of anyone I know. Uh, And you were named the Outstanding Volunteer Fundraiser by Western Pennsylvania. And it is just in the center of your being. I mean, what did that mean to you to get that award? Humbling, especially uh, all the the people that have received that in the past. I'm still in shock uh, because, but, you know, it's very simple for me. Like you, and I'm sure many, many of your listeners, if not all, we just want to make a positive and real difference for people in need. And, you know, as I said earlier, I, I, I just happen to be very blessed. But because with those, but with those blessings come responsibilities. And I believe with every fiber of my being that that responsibility is to share my blessings with others in need. Because on any given day, I could be in a, a different situation because I was when I was being uh, abused, the bullying, and um, I'm just so blessed that I'm able to give to others. It's, it's, it's me who benefits, not them. It, it's, it's, them. It, it's me who, who gets so much out of helping other people. Now, have you been doing this uh, the majority of your career at PNC? Uh, yeah, but I, I, I guess I would say that's correct for 36 years I have been I moved up the ladder a little bit but I've always been in this client and community relations world because that's where my heart is and as I said earlier uh, if I'm I'm not going to do something unless I have a uh, unless I really have a passion for it well I want to thank you as the chair of the board of the epilepsy association of western and central PA and a woman living with epilepsy how you have supported our fundraiser the Mardi Gras right here in Pittsburgh uh, and I singled you out and I probably will be again because uh, you are just a champion you are you're a champion no. and you know what you always will be even when you're not at PNC, because with you, well, that you. fabric does not change. Uh, but I thank you and Variety, the children's charity. Oh, tell them about the pink bike. You have to tell them about the pink bike. Okay, very Andrea. quickly, the Variety, the children's uh, charity, uh, that organization give out adaptive pieces of equipment to uh, children that maybe can't ride a bike or if they can't speak, but... 
Uh, I am the chair of the My Bike Program, and what that is, we give adaptive bikes to children. They're specially fitted uh, so that they can ride and have a normal life instead of sitting up on the porch watching the other neighborhoods or their siblings play. And uh, when it first started, there was only two colors of the bike. It was a, a green and a red. Well, when I was a child, I had a pink bike. So I said to the manufacturer, we want pink bikes. And he said, well, I don't think we can get that paint. I said, I think you better get that paint. And now more than half of our bikes are pink because of the little girls that receive it. And uh, now I am, uh, I have a nickname called Miss Pink. Mm-hmm. But yeah. uh, it's my joy to see every time a child gets a pink bike, it's just so much fun. Oh, and at the gala, when you see all of those children uh, riding those adaptive bikes, just as uh, Andrea said, it's all about inclusion. Uh, You're not left out. You're part of the group. You're part of playing with your friends and siblings, as Andrea said. But the look on their face, the joy... You know, I always say, just wish I could be there some Christmas morning when someone gets one of these. I, I mean, I yeah. can't even, but anytime they get it, doesn't matter when they get it, they have the same joy and happiness uh, on their face. It's unbelievable. Uh, and when you see that, they do something at the gala where uh, they ride the bikes right there so you can see what you're investing yeah. in. And as yeah. I recall, Andrea, you were on one of those bikes. I'm sorry? As I recall, you were on one of those bikes at the parade. Oh, yes, I was. I ride them. Uh, <laughs> I love them. They're, uh, they're safe. And, uh, yes, I have ridden them in different galas. And um, I'm, I've also taken a few so that we can fundraise to get more money for these bikes. But... It doesn't take long for the uh, generous people of our community because the first thing, my lead-in line has always been, do you remember your first bike? Well, that gets people's checkbooks open real fast because I think all of us remember when we got our first bike and how exciting it was. And and imagine if you were a child who uh, has been confined to a wheelchair or has never been able to go out and feel the wind in their face. And uh, that's what these bikes do. And uh, it's probably one of the the best things in my life to watch these children. You know, I tell this next thing to people all the time. uh, But I, you know, and it's not just something I say, but I think you can validate it. Is Pittsburgh not one of the most giving cities, Andrea? Oh. No, no, there's absolutely no doubt. As I, I, I said earlier, even about the employees of PNC, this community has never forgotten its roots. Uh, it's one of the most friendliest cities that you'll ever come into. Uh, people talk each, to each other when there's someone in need. Ten people put their hands up to help. Uh, we have a lot of foundations that give quite a bit of money, and really, our community is a much better place because of our foundations and of our residents that also have uh, servants' hearts and opened their wallets and purses until it hurts. And Pittsburgh is one of the most giving cities you will ever come to, and I invite everybody to come to Pittsburgh and have lunch with Joyce and myself. Oh, yes. You will love it. This city, the people, that's what makes the city, the people. The people, no wonder Mr. Rogers came from here. I mean, the people are absolutely tremendous in this city. They really are. Just as Andrea said, they have not forgot where they came from. No matter what it is, people are ready to reach out a hand and help one another. And to me, that is so absolutely special. And as I said, I knew Andrea would know from the work that she has done, seeing what other places are like. Speaking of Pittsburgh, here's an example. Andrea just took me as a guest to the Ireland fundraiser. I forget what is the correct name of it, Andrea. Yeah, the, Amer- uh, the American Ireland Fund Gala. 
fund get? Okay. Money goes to, it goes to Pittsburgh, and some of the funds go to Ireland. Right. Okay, so who do you all think started this and is behind it? The Roonies. Art Rooney, you know, the chief, the original with uh, the Pittsburgh Steelers. That family has done this for like 40 years. They've never stopped uh, supporting this. And there you have it. Our sports team, the owner, like the Rooney, so well known. And that's what they do. That's this event that they put their heart and soul into to raise money. And Andrea, how does that work? What happens when that money goes to Ireland? Well, um, if for the underserved uh, communities, mm. that there's still a lot mm-hmm. of in Ireland. Um, so half of those funds stay in Pittsburgh to help um, our underserved community, and the other half goes to uh, Ireland. It was uh, the birthplace of the Rooney family, and they really... Uh, want to give back to their communities, not only here in Pittsburgh, but in Ireland as well. And it's fun because we do it on St. Patrick's night and everyone's dressed in green and watching the dancers and having fun so that, uh, you know, it's not a stuffy affair at all, even though it's, uh, it's, it's in the middle of the night with black tie, or I'm sorry, in, in the evening with black ties and cocktail dresses. Hey, I think we have a caller here. Scott, are you on the line? I am, Joyce. Hello. Hi, Scott. How are you? I am doing wonderful. And before we even get started, I want to say, Andrea, thank you and PNC for all of your help with Vendor Leadership Academy uh, over the years. And I know last year especially you helped us out with the the Mary Barker Memorial Golf Outing. And uh, so thank you very much. Yeah, More than I was with welcome. Andrea. I'm with Andrea carrying out so much stuff. She's carrying so much stuff out <laughs> to donate. I could not believe it, but thank you. Yes, thank you. So here's our little segment, What's Going On at Bender? So, Scott, what's going on at Bender Leadership? Yeah, well, we're very excited tonight. So tonight we have a big um, um, event and it's uh, the Susan M. Daniels Disability Mentoring Hall of Fame and Bender Leadership Academy is, uh, we're honored to be one of the uh, Hall of Fame inductees and we're getting uh, inducted uh, this evening. It's uh, a virtual event, um, so anybody can join. Um, it's, uh, you can go to the website, which is ndmc.pyd.org. And, uh, and then you can register for the event um, right there. And it starts at 6 p.m. this evening. And uh, there's uh, probably 15, 20 um, people for the class of 2022. And uh, Bender Leadership Academy is one of them. But, yeah, I know in previous years, um, I know Mary Brocker and you, Joyce, have been uh, inducted into the Hall of Fame. So it's a, what an incredible honor. It is an honor. I... I... I am just overwhelmed that we're that we are being inducted. That's a national organization, everyone. Susan Daniels, I knew Susan Daniels. She's passed away. She was in a wheelchair, but she was really uh, behind so many things. She was in Social Security that impacted people with disabilities like the origination of Ticket to Work. So, uh, yeah, we're really on. Scott, one more time for everyone. What is that website? It is ndmd.pyd.org. That's the National Disability Mentoring Coalition um, and then uh, Partners for Youth with Disabilities, so ndmc.pyd.org. And even if you put in Google uh, Partners for Youth with Disabilities or Susan M. Daniels Award Ceremony, you'll probably find it. But go to the yeah, website. Yeah, it does show up. Yeah. All right. Well, thanks, Scott. Thank you, Joyce. Thank you, Andrea. Thank you, and Congratulations. Thank you. Bye-bye. 
so exciting, Andrea, for us to have been named in the Hall of Fame. We are just so, so honored. Uh, oh, but and well-deserved, well-deserved, Joyce. Well, thank you. So, Andrea, you know, you didn't get like this just overnight. I mean, as you said, you have a faith in God, and, of course, that is key. But in addition to that, over your life, who are your role models or role model? Well, uh, of course, it's my mom. I I can't uh, tell you how important she is to me in my life. She's 87. I call her every single solitary day on my way home from work. I can't imagine my life without her. She's uh, always been my rock. And I take away one thing she always tells me, even at my age now. She always says, Andrea, this too shall pass. And she's never been wrong yet. Yeah. What good advice is that? That is great advice. What is her first name? Kathleen. Kathleen, you did a great job. That's what I want to say. <laughs> you raised a great daughter. You did a great job. Um, and, you. you know, my father passed away this past year. He was 97. And it is so oh wonderful to see how uh, seniors are continuing in their life. Uh, for, for And you know what I believe? When I was in Okinawa, they have the the people that live there have the greatest longevity, you know, 100, 110. Mm-hmm. And, and someone asked why, and they did a study. And number one, when they wake up, they have a purpose. No matter mm-hmm. what it is, they have a purpose versus just, you know, how a lot of people are, nothing, they don't have any purpose, you know, they don't care. They have a purpose. That's number one. Number two is socializing, socializing with other people, having friends. And, of course, number three is, you know, how how they uh, their diet, how they eat. But it is getting up every day, having a purpose the way you do. Uh, so there you go. It sounds like Kathleen has a purpose, so she should be around for a long time. Um, yes, so, yes, a- Andrea, yes. before I ask my last question, I, I did have one other question. You've accomplished mm-hmm. so many things in your life, so many. One is that great husband, Mike. Boy, is he great. Oh, he is oh, he's the best. He is the best. But in he's addition to that, uh, what, would, what would you consider some of your greatest accomplishments? Well, I, I would say the things that I do in the community, uh, I have been able to raise a lot of money due to my position here at PNC, but also uh, my work on the various boards that I serve. But my greatest accomplishment, I think, is knowing that when I lay my head down on the pillow at night, I did the very best I could do that day in helping someone. And that really, it it might sound trite, but it really, it's not tangible. It's a feeling of knowing that, hey, you know, I did okay today, and I'm going to try again tomorrow. But that's my accomplishment, making little kids smile or giving them a chance just to be kids or telling uh, and helping a woman that thinks she is never going to get out of a bad situation. I point to myself. And, and I, I can tell you many, many success stories of women that have come through the Women's Center and Shelter. And uh, I just, that's what keeps me going. Well, you know what? That is a big thing. I mean, if everyone felt like that, think what the world would be like. Because that's mm-hmm. really love your neighbor as yourself. I mean, if everyone would be like that, what a great world it would be. So, Andrea, what message do you have for our listeners? Well, I would say keep the faith during these crazy times that we're living in and to be true to yourself. You know, the way I do it is I approach everything I do with passion or I don't do it. 
and I hope that that uh, resonates with some of your listeners. Uh, one of the things I do when I speak to groups is I tell them, and I use this for myself, never settle. If you do, you're selling yourself short. Uh, for instance, don't do anything just for a paycheck. You might have the money, but you will be miserable if you're not happy in what you selected. And the most important thing is find that balance in your life. Without balance, you're not good for you or anybody else. Enjoy life. It doesn't have to be hard. Uh, it, it, but it, it's, your attitude makes your day either good or bad. And I try every morning to wake up with a good attitude. Well, you are just a great human being. I'm so blessed to know oh, you, thank you and count you as a friend. And you are a great role model for so many people and so many young people. This is Andrea Corelli. She is the Senior Vice President and Director of Client and Community Relations at PNC Bank. What a great show. Andrea, thank you so much for being with us today. Well, thank you, Joyce. It was a pleasure, and uh, I can't thank you enough for inviting me. Well, it is our pleasure. And listen, I know the show is going to be a big show, so anyone you know and you think, oh, my goodness, either domestic violence, bullying, just just being a good person with character and morals how do you get this you go to voiceamerica.com spotify vendorconsult.com actually this show is on all the social media and you can share the show with anyone you want so we end every show with a quote and today it is listening is where love begins Listening to ourselves and then to our neighbors, said Mr. Fred Rogers. This is Joyce Bender, America's Voice, where disability matters at voiceamerica.com. Talk to you all next week, and in the words of Mary Brocker, choose joy. Voice America would like to thank you for tuning in. Please join us next Tuesday at 11 a.m. Pacific Time and 2 p.m. Eastern Time for another installment of Disability Matters right here on the Voice America Variety Channel. We are the leader in live Internet talk radio. VoiceAmerica.com.